We are continuing the Arucha Shurim. Shurim for Chaydesh Kislev. have been sponsored by local biz guru, Ilu Nishmas. So Moshe and Rav Nachum Langs and all of Shalom. Neshama should have an Aliyah. Okay, so we are moving on in our Limudim of Hilchah Shemitah. We were doing Prozbol, and now we're going to some halachas of Peres Shvius. That and these we're going to go through halachas that are negeya more lemaisa to us bnei chutzlaretz as opposed to um, if you're a farmer in Eretz Yisrael and that type of thing. So let's look at page fifty-six in the booklet, and let's look at some psukim. And we're going to touch upon um, numerous, numerous inyanim in this uh, in this section. So we start off with Parshas Bahar. Vayikra Chafei Pasuk Dalid Uvashana Hashviyas Top of the page Shabbat Shabbosoyin Yelaretz It'll be a Shabbos for the land Shabbos LaHashem Sod Cholay Sizra V'Char Mecholay Sizmar You shouldn't plant your field You shouldn't uh, prune your your vineyard and so on and so forth Eisviach Ketzir Cholay Sizra V'Sin Veni Zira Cholay Sizra Shna Shabbos and Yelaretz So it's a Shana of Shmita Shana of Shmita Those Say the word shemitah anywhere in this pasuk, in this pasuk, even though we call it shemitah. However, we call it shemitah. You you uh, uh, withhold, you move away from working on on the land. Now the next pasuk, pasuk vav, v'hoyz adam. Before we even get to that, um, the the oh actually that's not let's do pasuk vav. V'hoyz shabbos haaretz lachem laachla. So this shabbos haaretz should be for you laachla to eat. Lecha, ula avdecha, ula masacha, you and your servants, your maid servant, ula schircha, ula seishavcha, agaramimach, vilivhemtecha, and for your animal, ula chayu asher baratzecha, and the wild animal in your land, tia chal tevuasa lechal. So all of the produce is for eating. So says Rashi on the uh, top, bottom line of the top section, Vahitza Shabbos Haaretz, on Pasuk Vav, so even though I made an iser on you during Shemitah, so now we go down to the bottom, there's different types of isurim. There, here there's an iser to do malacha, all that type of stuff, planting, pruning, harvesting, all of that is aser. So even though I said that's aser, but it's not Aser ba'achila and not aser ba'hana. Perish shviyas, the produce of the seventh year is not aser to eat or hana. Like we have, for example, arla. The first three years of a tree is aser ba'achila and aser ba'hana. That's not what it is. Ella, so what is it? Shalaitinag bahem kebal habayis. The halacha is that you should not act with the perish shviyas like you're an owner. Ella kol yeshavim boy. That's what the Pasuk is saying. It should be for you, La'achla. You're allowed to eat it. What are you not allowed to do? You're not allowed to be a balabas. You're not allowed to be as if it's yours. You're all the same. Everybody is hefker, is ownerless. Everybody is free to eat it. That is what the mitzvah of Shemitah is. And we talked about this all the way back in the beginning when we talked about Shemitah's Ksafim and things like that. 
We talked about the idea of Shemitah is that the Rabbi Shalom is telling you, you're not a balabas. You're not a balabas. And even though the other six years I allow you to act as if you are the balabas there and it's your produce, you only have to give chumas and maizras. Once every seven years, you have to, everything, you have to show and demonstrate that everything here is the Rabbi Shalom's and therefore I'm not the owner. We're all equal in it. Now, it's interesting, Machlaikis, which he doesn't, they don't bring the Marmachimas here. Uh, maybe at a, different, at a later date, we'll see them inside. They bring it, I think, I think they bring it in the summary at the end. Um, yeah, they bring in the summary on the end of page 73. A famous Machlaikis, the Mabit and the Beis Yosef. And that Machlaikis. Um, it's on the left side over there. Is Hefker automatic, and they say there's a famous machlekes between the Abid and the Beis Yosef, whether Perishmita becomes Hefker automatically, or the owner has a chiyuv to declare them Hefker, and if not, they don't become Hefker. So the Mabit says that the Torah makes the fruits Hefker, and the owner doesn't have to do anything. So, what's the nafkamina? Nafkamina is automatically. There's no. Chumas and Maestras. Hefker produce, there's no Chiv of Chumas and Maestras on. So therefore, Perishvi is automatically, there's no Chiv of Chumas and Maestras. But the Beis Yosef argues, and the Beis Yosef says the mitzvah is for you to be Mafker, the fruits. Doesn't happen by itself. And he goes so far to say that until the owner declares it ownerless, they belong to him, and he would have an obligation to separate Shumas and Maizras if he ate from it. Now, he's being over an Isser by doing that, because he's supposed to be Mafkarit. But if he's over the Isser, and he's not Mafkarit like he's supposed to, and he wants to eat it, so he has to take off Shumas and Maizras, a very big Chiddush. That is that, the, that's one ramification of the Halach. Another ramification is what happens if it grows on land owned by non-Jews. So... According to the Mabit, so all land of Eretz Yisrael automatically has a din of Shemitah and everything becomes Hefker. Which would mean to say, even if it's owned by a guy. Now what's the Nafkamina? It's all Hefker. The Nafkamina is that those Paris have Kedushas Shviyas. As we will see, that Paris of Shviyas have a Kedusha to them. And therefore there's restrictions on what you could do with those Paris Shviyas. So according to the Mabit, it's not Tully and the owner. It's the Torah making Eretz Yisrael Hefker and all of its fruits have Kedusha Shviyas. According to Beis Yosef, the, the payers don't become payers until the owners mafkir them. So if it's a guy, right, the guy doesn't have a mitzvah being mafkir them. So the guy owns them. If he doesn't mafkir them, he owns them, there's no kedusha shviyas. So that's a big nafkamina, yavul nachri it's called, yavul nachri. So therefore, when you have, we talked about the concept of selling to a guy, right? We talked about that concept that the, the, the achreinim, um, in the 1800s, a big machlaikis, could you make a mechira to a guy, like a mechira's chametz type of thing, that you're selling it to the guy, and the question was dependent. We brought it up, Negea, if Shviyas Bizmana says Drabonon. If it's Drabonon, there were those who were mekel, like chametz is, is, uh, is um, their mekel on. And, and the ones that say it's Drabonon, you can't, you can't be mekel. But that's all on the Hanacha, that, like the Beis Yosef, like the Beis Yosef, 
that Goyesha own things won't get Kedusha Shviyas automatically. That only that whole discussion only works in the world of the Beis Yisuf. In the world of the Mabit, it won't work. So that's, it's, it's a, uh, that in itself is a big machlaikas. And I'm trying to remember if they bring here... Um, okay, we'll have to see. We'll have to see at a later time, maybe a little bit more into this machlaikas. Okay, but let's, let's leave it at that for the moment. So that's what Rashi tells us. It's not for Isra Achilan Hana, Adarab, you can, just you can't be the Balabais. Now, if we continue down to um, Rashi and Posik Zion, another four or five lines down, So the Posik says you can feed your animal and the wild animal that's in your land. So says Rashi, Imchayo Echales Behemalikoshakain Shemizoinoiseho Alecho. Rashi says, if you're allowing wild animals which aren't under your achrayas, and you're allowing them to be part of eating your parishvias, so Koshakain, you should be able to feed your personal animals. You feed yourself, you feed your animals, right? So there mizoinoisem alecha. Right? They, they, they depend on you for their food. Achaya doesn't depend on you for any food. Right? So maybe you could supposed to stop him from eating perish fears. Let him go eat his own fruit, his own food. No, you could give it to Achaya. So, so why does the Taka say So the Rashi says, Makish It's a hekish, we're comparing Behema to Achaya for a new halacha. Calls man Shechaya Echeles Minasade. And that is a halacha known as bior. Bior means getting rid of perishvias. Now, we're going to see in a moment what exactly that entails. But the halacha is as follows. I don't act as an owner on my perishvias, but I'm allowed to eat the perishvias. I'm allowed to take some into my house and give some to my animals. So Chazal say, you're only allowed to do that, Kozman, there are still this, t- the fruit that you're referring to, or the produce that we're dealing with, there's still that type of fruit or produce out in the field for the wild animals to eat. But But if out there in the fields there's nothing left for the wild animals to eat uh, wheat or whatever produce we're talking about, so then you have to stop eating in your house for you and your animals. You have to stop eating the perish mm-hmm. And therefore, what do you have to do? You have to be meva'erit from the house. You have to remove it from the house. Like, biarti akaydesh minabais. It says when a person comes for vidui maestras. Biarti, I took it out of my house. Let me destroy it. Bir chametz, right? We translate as destroying chametz, right? But it really, it really means taking it out of your rishos. Bimavar gets rid, rid, rid of it, right? For Bir Chametz, you can really be Mafkari too. You don't have to accept for Rabbi Yehuda, Bir Chametz, Al Besreifa. Okay, it's a special lima, but the word Bir Chametz doesn't mean burning your Chametz. That's how we translate it, and because that's practically what we end up doing. But Bir really just means removing it. Bir, right? So that is, this is called Bir. Now let's look on page 57 at the Ramban on this passage. 
So the Ramban says, he brings Rashi, that's the Rashi we just read in the Taras Khanim. Says the Ramban, So it says, Get rid of it. What is this? Kili. Well, what does that mean? Kale. Get rid of it. Ve'inyanai. So the Raman says, I'll tell you. Rashi doesn't tell you. I'll tell you. She'echale ha'peris akarzman mi'beisel hafkiran. So you have to then take them out of your house and be mafkir them. In other words, you were already mafkir all the perish vias that's in your possession. You were mafkir it, or it's automatically hafkir. This is a new halacha. That even though you have some in your house, if it's kala levehema minasada, there's a chiyuv of beer. Now, this chiyuv of beer doesn't only happen in Shvius. This chiyuv of beer usually actually happens in the eighth year because there's stuff growing in the fields the whole seventh year, right? Very often, it's only kala lechaya minasada sometime in the eighth year, and there's manim for it. It gives manim. There's man beer for this. Is Hanukkah time. There's man beer for this. Is Tubishvat time in the eighth year because that's when it's no longer anything in the field. You you have to be mevar. Now anything that grew during Shemitah has kedusha shvius no matter what year it is. So even in the eighth year, you're still dealing with shvius products. Right, and we have to know that also in Chutzlar, it's not only do we deal with Shviyas products during Shemitah, and already very soon, I saw a cautious alert today that there's already stuff coming in from Eretz Yisrael that you have to ha- be very careful not to buy because you end up handling Kedusha Shviyas problems. But even in the eighth year, there's stuff that you have to worry about in the beginning of next year. Esroigim in the beginning of next year is going to be a problem in the eighth year. Beer, but beer continues. Because, like I say, like things that grow in the summertime, they're not kalal chayim in asada until sometime during the, uh, after Sukkis, Hanukkah time, whatever it is. So there's manim for beer. So what do you have to do? So the Ramban says, all beer mean, it means is, you got to take whatever you have in your house, and you have to be mafkert. Again, he's the first, this is the first time we're seeing the words. I've mentioned it 30 times already. But Rashi just said, Kalei, and the Lashon of the Rabban, This is Bir Shviyas that the Chachamim said, Now, it, now once you're Mafkut, you can take it back. In other words, you don't have to leave it out on your front step. But you have an obligation to be mafkirin, and anyone who could come who's around could take it. You're also allowed to take it back. But that's the halacha of beer, beer, beer shvius. Now, the ein ha'inyan sheyia peres achers manabira sur manova chilo ve'mechliyav la'avda. So says the Ramban. Don't think that beer means that now that this man beer came, I have to actually destroy the perishvies. You know, in, in a logical way, you might think that and say, listen, perishvies are hefker. The Torah is giving us man how long I'm allowed to eat those perishvies. That the Torah allowed me to eat it is only for a specific time. But once it comes, this man of maybe that's it. I have to destroy them which actually the Rambam holds. The Rambam holds like that. That's why he's coming to, to be Mavar, not like the Rambam. 
The Rambam holds that once man beer comes, you're obligated to destroy the perishvius. We're done with the heter hana. But says the Rambam, no, I'll bring you a raya, says, In the end of Mesech the Tmura, the, the Mishnayis over there have a list, Elu, these following things have a din sreifa on them, you have to burn them, and the following things are from the Nikbarim. You don't have to burn them, you have to bury them, because you're not allowed to get any hana. In neither list, Shviyas doesn't find itself there. There's no perish Shviyas. L'chairah, if there was a mitzvah to destroy it one way or the next, it should be in the list. Says the Ramban, it's not in the list, so it must be not true. Ve'ene elashu tzarek levarim me'rishusoi. Beer means get it out of your possession. U'lafkiram la'anim u'lechaladam o'kinyim bi'arti ha'kaydish min'abayis. Like I said before. Ve'chein shoninu. And he says, I have a Mishnah Mesech Teshviyas, Perek Tes, Mishnah Ches, Ho'aniyam oichlin achar habir avaloyu ha'shirim div Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yehuda says, beer means you're mafkarit, but only aniyam are allowed to take it. And Rabbi Yehuda echad aniyam vechad ha'shirim oichlin achar habir, no, it's hefkar, anyone can take it. Upirish aniyam, kol shalaktu ha'peris misodoy shalacherim min ha'hefkar, so what's, what does poor and rich people mean? So the Ramban says, poor people means that the people who collected from other people's fields. Now as I'm a, a landowner, so I'm mafker my Paris. I'm allowed to take some of my Paris. I'm called an usher. When I'm taking from what I was mafker, so I'm called an usher. If someone else who's allowed to come into my field and takes from my field, he's called an ani because he's taking from someone else. When with a Mishnah over here refers to poor and rich, we're not talking to actual financial status. We're talking about which fruits are, are you dealing with. Fruits you got from your own field that you were mafker or from someone else's. And this is where there's a machlaikis that Rabbi Yehuda says that once you do beer, it's only for Aniyam, meaning only other people are allowed to come and take it. You can't take it back. Why? It doesn't look like Rabbi Yehuda says, Rabbi Yehuda Asun Divrayim Because it looks like you weren't really mafkarit. You just, uh, it's a joke. You put it out and take it back. So Rabbi Yehuda says, you got to leave it. Rabbi Yehuda says, no, anyone can take You can take it back. Echad Aniyam, Echad Ashirim is allowed to take the Paris Abir. That's how we paskin that it's for everyone. So the Ramban is telling us here the concept of beer, the concept of beer, that when we have perishvius, it comes a certain time, and each product has a different zman, right? Because it depends when it's called l'chaim in asada. Everything has its own thing. When that min is called l'chaya, you have a mitzvah being mavarit, which according to the Ramban means that you have to put it out and be mafkar. Okay, so now we know the halacha of that you're allowed to eat perishvius and the halacha of beer. Now let us look at page 58 and look at the Ramban and Sefer HaMitzvahs down there on the bottom of right side. And after the Sefer HaMitzvahs, the Ramban put together a list of mitzvahs sheshachach oisan harav there's always a machlaikis, many different moine ha-mitzvahs and the rishaynim. Um, they counted mitzvahs and there's different klalim and what you use to count the mitzvahs. So 
the Rambam has his ways, and the Ramban has his ways. So the Ramban has uh, some mitzvahs he held that the Rambam forgot. And obviously, he didn't forget them, but he didn't put them in his list. So this is one of the one of them. So mitzvah gimel, mitzvah gimel. Sha'amra teira b'veirishviyus b'isa Shabbos ha'aretz lachem la'achla. That's the pasuk we just saw. Peirishviyus are for you to eat. V'darshu la'achla v'loyleschayra. Ah, so now we're being introduced to a new concept. You're allowed to eat it. B'chazal darshin v'loyleschayra. You can't do business with peirishviyus. You have had to eat it but not to do business with it, and that's something we're going to see what exactly the parameters are, but that's the drasha. And that's an iser deiraisa, meaning the Torah used a positive mitzvah, that you should infer so a person who does business with perish is oivran iser deiraisa, of a lav habam right? A lav that comes from the Torah saying it in a positive manner of la'achla. Kemayshamu perek basra shalavay dezara. The Gemara talks about over there. Nimsa pereach chayvay beperishviyus. The Gemara is talking about over there whatever some transaction, and the Gemara says so. It comes out that you paid your debt with perishviyus. Ba'tayra amra la'achla v'leilischayra, and the Torah said la'achla v'leilischayra. So you're Iran Isr Dairaisa. You see Beferish in the Gemara, Vatayra Amra. The Gemara is understanding it's a Dairaisa. Right. Many places in Shas, says the Ramban, this Lashana Vatayra Amra Lachavloy, the Skhaira, finds itself. Now, Vinikhbala Zuha Mitzvah, Ba Amra Yisale, this Mitzvah was actually repeated and doubled over when the Torah said, and the poor people of your nation should eat it. The Raman says, even though we're talking about poor people, which means they could eat it, we have other mitzvahs for, to give to the poor. The Torah doesn't say, let them eat it. The Torah says, leave it for them. Oh, well, obviously they're going to eat it. But your mitzvah is to leave with them. So why does it say, Why the Loshan Achila says the Ramban, the Torah says it many times, to tell you there's a mitzvah of eating. is a mitzvah. So, there's two things going on over here in this Ramban. Number one is, the Torah is telling you there's a mitzvah deiraisa to eat perish vias, but don't use it for business. So does that mean to say that every time I eat perish vias, I'm a kaima mitzvah? Or did the Torah say this mitzvah to infer, don't do business with it? So he brings it to the bottom here. According to this, some say that each time one eats shemitah produce, he fulfills a positive mitzvah. Person goes and eats perishvius. It's mekayim a mitzvah the rice of laachla. That's it. A big chiddush Rambam. I mean, there's a any perishvius. So again, remember, you're not allowed to take bring into your house the store. Right. That shows you're an owner. You're allowed to take what you need, right? 
Take what you need. So, but when you actually eat the peris, no matter whose peris they are, the poor people eat it. They're mekayimet so by eating it, right? Now, no, no, it doesn't say no because it's after anyone can anyone, yeah, any field, yeah, yeah. So that is the Ramban who's telling us that there's a positive mitzvah. Now, if you look on the next page, we have the Orach Hashulchan HaAsid and Tzivvav there on the bottom right, and he says like this: Achila v'shtiya keitzad. How, what does it mean that there's a mitzvah perishvius? If you look in the, the beginning of Sif Hey, in the Sif right before, he brings the Rambam perishvius nintu lachia lachila ulishtiel lasicha ulalakas aner ulitzvia. You're allowed to eat, drink, shmir, light a candle, um, uh, dye something. Um, again, and we'll see the parameters of that. But basically, perishvius the idea is you're only allowed to use it for its normal usage. So things that are for eating, you have to eat. Things that are for eating, you can't use to dye your clothing because that's not a normal usage. Dyeing, things that are made for dyeing, it's for tzviya, that I use for tzviya. So now, so says the Archish, eat things that you normally eat. Now, what does that mean? He takes it another step. When you eat a vegetable, the normal way is you cut off the edges. You cut off the top, all the, you know, the top of the carrot or whatever it is. You cut off all that stuff. So you tell me I, I have to eat everything? I got to eat all the garbage, so to speak? He says, no. What about bread? It got moldy, right? So I have to eat it. No. Or a spoiled, uh, spoiled dish. These are not normal things that people eat and drink. You're not mechayiv to. Just because Perish Vias has a mitzvah to eat the fruits, or there's a, the Pasuk says that, uh, I shouldn't say a mitzvah, Perish Vias, are nitznu, you're allowed to eat the fruits, like Rashi said, but it's only in a way that's dark alecha. V'cheinu rabishami. V'hakavona, now listen to the Archa Shulchan, he's going in the Rambam. This was all the Lashon HaRambam. V'hakavona, sh'loi nemar, don't say the hoda amra teira l'achla, zehu mitzvah sa'asei sh'alchiyov, sh'ata mechuyov l'achlam. Don't say there's a mitzvah sa'asei that you have to eat. And even though it's not uh, tasty to you, but there's a mitzvah, make sure you eat it. So it's not tasty, but you eat it. mitzvah. The fact that the Rambam writes it this way, there's no mitzvah to eat perishvius. There's a heter to eat perishvius. So if you don't like it, you don't have to eat it. According to the Ramban, Again, we're not sure. The Ramban was saying it's a mitzvah sasei la'achla v'loy l'schaira. How serious was the la'achla part of that phrase? We for sure, he's saying, the Torah said it, right, we had this once before, right? We had this by, by Ribis, and we had a la'nochri sashich. There's a mitzvah, right, to lend the guy by Ribis. 
right? Or to actually over there means to let the Nachri bite you, which means really to borrow from a guy Rivis. So there's a big machlaikas over there. We said what it means, but according to Rashi, Rashi says, All that means to say is the Torah said it in a positive way, so you shall learn a negative, negative Isra from it, that don't lend your, your brother with Rivis. But that means to say the Iker is the Veloy. The Lanachri Sashik part of it was just a way of giving you a love in a positive fashion. So when you learn the Ramban and he says there's a mitzvah of La'achla Veloyla this is what he keeps on saying, then Pashtus you could say, it doesn't mean there's a mitzvah actually to eat. You're not Makayim a mitzvah. The Torah said it this way because of Veloyla Schaira. That's the simple understanding of the Ramban. And then perhaps he doesn't even argue. Perhaps they don't argue here, the Ramban and the Rambam, according to the Aruch HaShulchan. If you take the Ramban very literally and seriously, like he's saying, according to this, some say um, um, that it's not just the Veloy L'Schaira. There's actually a mitzvah, L'Shem Yichud, L'Achla. So comes along the Aruch HaShulchan and say, no, that's not true. The Torah gave you Rishos Tita, like Rashi said. Don't think this is an Isra Anon Achila. You're allowed to. It's just Hefker. So if I don't like it, I don't like it. According, does that mean according to the Ramban, if you hold it's a mitzvah, you got to eat things that are not Kishmak too? I don't know. That's what it's... That's the Orch HaShulchan right. seems to be saying that's the flip side of the coin. So if the Ramban is the flip side, that sounds like that's true. Let's just end off with one last thing. Look on page 60. At the top of the page, the Maratz Chayas on the Gemara in Rosh Hashanah, Daf Chav Beis Aleph. He writes here um, on the Bem Sadibura. He's going, I guess, on a I don't know a Taisus. It sounds like Nichta B'Tzidai Chidush Gadol Matzasi Ba'aruch Erech Avak. The Aruch was like uh, one of the Rishayim, and the way he set up his sefer was almost like a dictionary. So he would bring he brings words, and then he brings halachas on those words. So avak is like the dust, right? So on the word avak shekasav uschayra b'shvius einarak midrasha. Schayra in shvius is only a drasha. Kimay avak ribis sheina ribis gomer. We find by ribis, there's bonafide ribis, ribis ksusa. I lend you money, $100, you have to pay me back 120 That's That is all types of side things of avak ribis. They look like ribis, it's the rabbanon, it's, it's, it, was, it wasn't, uh, it wa- we didn't make it up in the beginning. All different types of things called avak. Avak is the dust, is like the, the, the extra part of it. Shayna ribis gomer. <coughs> so the Aruch is saying that schayra, of, with Perishviyas is like Avak. It's like Avak. It's not the actual Isser. It's like a side Isser. Just I, I, I saw a story. It's a Mashaila which Gedalim I was referring to. Um, I think I saw it in a get to the. I don't know, was it Ksais and the Nasivas? Was it Ksais and the Nasivas? Or then I saw some of their version with two other Gedalim. It seems one of the Gedalim, his wife used to lend money, um, used to lend out money. And there was, uh, people would say that she lent out, you know, with ribis and it wasn't so good or whatever it was. So one of the Gedalim once came to visit and the, the Gadol, the husband wasn't home. So, so he was waiting for him to come home. So she decided she's going to give him something to drink, the wife. So she went down to the basement and she got a barrel of a thing of wine and it was all dusty because it was like this. So, so she came up with this dusty bottle. 
So he felt that it was a, probably like a good time that he could be ma'ir her, that she's being ayr on avak ribis, because it's dust, right? So he says, she's dust. So he says, the dust is probably from the avak ribis. So she answered him back, no, that's from the Avak Lashon Hara. <laughs> In other words, it's Lashon Hara what they're saying about me, that I did this. It's something called Avak Lashon Hara. It's not real Lashon Hara. It's like a little bit. So he said, the dust is coming from the Avak River. She says, no, 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 that's from the Avak Lashon Hara. So this is the Avak over here. She's a smart woman. Um, so he says, so Zakta Maratzchais, he named me the Lavak Ribis. He says, the fact that he says it's not Beferish in the Torah to Jerusha. Okay, that's not the end of the world. But the fact that he then says it's like Avak Ribis, Avak Ribis is only a Semid Rabbanon. So why is he being Medamit to that? Mashma Shekol Iker Schayr of a Perishvis ain't Iraq Mid Rabbanon. Vichalapoiskim Soivrim Dehu Basei. Everybody holds it in Asay. He says this Aruch is a big Kiddushdim. Now, Kumimi the Aruch is Lavdafka. He just means to say it's not the bona fide Isser. And by ribis, it happens to be Midrabonon. And here it happens to be Midaraisa. It could be. But Aschayis is saying, well, what did he have to be Midamid to ribis for? It seems he holds the Rabonon, and everyone else holds it's Deiraisa. So that is the uh, Hakdam over here to Perishvius. And Bezaz Hashem, we will continue next time, which I think will be um, next Monday, Bezaz Hashem. Okay?